1: The following program contains graphic material, including offensive
2: language. Viewer discretion is advised. Wait a minute. Do you still think politics is boring? Well, not when you can say fun words like cacus.
3: Yes, it's fun words like cacus and more. With the intellectual, intersexual, and intersectional. Nicole Sandler on NicoleSandler.com. There's a governor known for his mean attacks Likes to yell at children for wearing masks Anti-truth, anti-facts, and of course anti-vax He's a small man after all Ron DeSantis picked a brawl With fun drag queens, but we recall He wears go-go boots so he looks tall He's a small man after all he passed a hateful law known as Don't Say Gay Made AP African American Studies go away He's attacking trans kids so his base flips their lids He's a mean man after all Ron DeSantis, he grandstands Ignores his state or his national plans But he's eats pudding with his hands He's an uncouth schmuck after all Now about woke Disney He's whined and bitched But neglects to say That's where he got hitched Disney's winning this fight Cause the schmuck isn't bright He's a dumb man after all Ron DeSantis What a louse Human rights he tries to douse Picked a fight with Mickey Mouse Which was not a real smart call yeah he's a dumb mean bigot a hate-filled spigot and a boorish petulant small man who's clearly compensating for something after all before you go one quick favorite if you're enjoying these videos i hope you consider supporting me through my patreon for as little as two dollars a month that way you can enjoy them without feeling guilty about how hard i work every week to keep you laughing at the news that would otherwise make you cry thanks
0: lauren mayer everybody and yeah she's so good that deserves another round of applause that you can actually hear okay welcome to a thursday everyone um this has been a hell of a week, so I'm just going to tell you right now, tomorrow, I'm taking the day off. Uh, it, I, and and I, I must thank um, Diana, listener Diana, who emailed me last night and said, Mercury's in retrograde. And in case you're wondering, <clears throat> it went into retrograde right around the time all my shit started. Well, yeah, I've always said the shit, but it's, you know, not the shits, the shit. And... Um, it's an ongoing thing here, but I, I guess the technical, you know, all the the the, the gremlins. I guess I guess um, uh, <laughs> I can ascribe to that. Although here's the thing: um, I'm so fed up with this computer that I broke down and ordered a new one. That's right. What's another fifteen hundred bucks on my credit card? <laughs> Just Added to the pile. So, uh, with that in mind, I must thank a few people. First of all, everybody who contributes to this show. I know I don't thank you often enough. I'm remiss. That's my fault. I'm an idiot. Thank you. And um, I will be doing something for all the, uh, the regular <clears throat> monthly supporters somehow. I don't know what, but I'm going to do something special for you guys because I really appreciate it. Um, I also need to thank Carl Jacobson. Kate from the chat, Douglas Venata, Kimball Regan, mealtime for you, and Lori Bayford for coming through with um, um, some contributions to our cause since my plea yesterday. Um, but the bottom line, in case, because I said all this at the end of the show yesterday, so just so everybody knows, um, my What's News feature has been discontinued. I, um, you know, I've been doing it for almost eight years now. Um, I think just about almost exactly eight years now, and um, I, I, I you know I'm working for free. Uh, I've tried to keep this show free from clutter, um, free from commercials, which I can't do anymore. And um, you know, what's news is something that I started doing for Progressive Voices when they began carrying carrying my show eight years ago, and um, so. It, but I don't get compensated for that. It's something that I do, and I, you know what I do—the research anyway. I read everything, and I thought that's not a big deal. I'll just produce a six-minute newscast each morning. But it is a big deal, and it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. And frankly, I, I can't keep working for free. Um, by the same token, I've, I've, I've striven—if that's the word—to. I sound overmodulated. Uh, okay, um, you know. Never a dull moment. Um, So I, uh, I, um, hopefully that's better. I, um... (laughs) you know, I know some of you guys mean well. I really do. But Errol, Errol in the chat room writes, Nicole, remember when you mentioned that no one wouldn't hire you at your age? Well, no one will hire me at my age. That's age discrimination. You think? That and five bucks will get me a cup of coffee. But I don't have the five bucks. Plus, I think you're making great money as a YouTuber. I'm glad you think so, Errol. Um, You know, I know you mean well. But shit like that really doesn't help. So the bottom line is, you will hear more commercials. And the commercials that I run on the show, hopefully they are advertisers that I feel comfortable with and that you will too. Um... I just don't know what to say to that. Um, No, I'm not making a lot of money as a YouTuber, in case you were wondering. I don't make any money from progressive voices. Nobody pays me a paycheck. The money that I make doing this work comes directly from listeners. And if you don't support the show, then uh, I I wind up having problems and not wanting to do the show anymore. So that's where I am. Um, So anyway, if you can, if you enjoy the show and can afford to um, contribute to it, please do. And if you don't, well, you know. Oh, well, thanks anyway, I guess. All right, so since I'm not doing What's News anymore, I figured I will tell you a little bit about what's in the news during the show. By the way, Howie Klein is back today. Um, Howie Klein's back today. And uh, Lucas Kunz is going to join us as well. I I need to turn away from the chat. I'm sorry, you guys. Um, uh, Again, (laughs) I No, you mean well. Um, all right. So uh, let's start with since we heard Lauren Mayer. Um, let's see. Since we heard Lauren Mayer uh, singing about uh, the idiot governor death sentence, who, by the way, is now in Israel. What he's doing in Israel, I have no fucking idea. But there he oh, you know what he's doing? He's berating the media. In Israel, too. So here's a question. I guess he had a press conference today in Jerusalem. What's hysterical is I'm going to show you a video, and you'll see behind Governor Death Sentence, you'll see the logo of the Museum of Tolerance. So Governor Death Sentence is um, at the Museum of Tolerance in, in Jerusalem, and a reporter asks him a question like this. Here we go. No, no, not all no. oh, that's BS. Wait, hold on, totally... hold on. I, I, was, I, I, I was too cued in. Um, here's the question. During
2: your uh, time at Guantanamo, did you say you
0: consented? No, to no. A... Not... Okay, what the what the guy asked, the reporter asked is, during your time at Guantanamo, were you present for force feedings? And he says, now, now, who told you that? Hey, Tom. Jim, then. No, no, not all. Oh, that's B.S. That's no, B.S. Totally, totally B.S. Yep. Said just, yep. is, is
2: that,
1: that Who said that?
0: Who said that? Then?
1: How would they know me? Okay, hey. think about that. Do you honestly believe that's credible? So this is 20, 2006. I'm a junior officer. Do no. you honestly think that they would have remembered me from Adam? Of course not. They're just trying to get into the news because they know people like you will consume it because it fits your preordained narrative. Oh. that you're trying to spin. Focus oh. on the facts and-, and stop
2: worrying about
0: narrative. Who the fuck is applauding that shit? So this man is bullying the media, asking a legitimate question, and oh, I, I guess it's it's Ron DeSantis' entourage. Who else would be applauding that shit? I am just... I, 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 and yes, Jimmy Roberts asks, what's Israel got to do with Florida? Really good question! Because Florida is a... Fort Lauderdale! Broward County, where I live, is a disaster area. Fort Lauderdale City Hall is not usable. And yet this piece of shit, who's masquerading as a governor, has not set foot in Broward County. Not set foot in Broward County. Um, You know... I could go on. There's so much more, uh, Ron DeSantis. But, but there's a few other things I want to cover. Maybe we'll circle back to Governor Death Sentence. Um, but, you know, the ugliness here in Florida has spread around the country. I guess there's a, I don't know, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's among maggot states. They, they want to see who can now do the others in terms of idiocy. So I take you to a report from Texas, from ABC 13 Eyewitness News, somewhere in the horrific state of Texas, where an elementary school had a field trip scheduled to go see a production of James and the Giant Peach. James and the Giant Peach! What could possibly go wrong? Oh, wait a minute. Wait till you hear this.
4: The school didn't necessarily spell out exactly why they canceled the field trips, but mm. from what we can tell parents are saying online, it seems some parents are upset that the theater is using a single actor to play multiple roles regardless of if the actor's gender matches what? the gender of the characters they're playing. <laughs> Main Street Theater's performance of James and the Giant Peach is marketed for those first grade and up. Based off the children's book with the same name. It's a story about a boy who goes to live with his less than loving relatives. James and the Giant Peach. It's just full of wondering curiosity. Spring Branch ISD was supposed to go on a field trip to see the performance, but parents were told this week that the field trip was canceled, and they weren't really told why. Initially, I was not. Mm -hmm. So just the, the general email that went out to parents was, You know, we're not going to be able to participate in this. We're going to do something else. Sherry Thomas is a Spring Branch parent. She tells us this may have started during the public comment portion of a recent school board meeting. She says a parent shared her concerns about an actor playing multiple roles that were both male and female, saying it's drag. The theater marketing director says the theater has a long history of casting this way. And the amazing thing is the kids just, they believe the story. They're not interested in any you know, agendas or anything anybody else (laughs) thinks might be going on. Thomas says that this should not be the school or community's focus in the first place. You think? You Um. think? A manufactured crisis. She feels parents should be the ones to decide if their kids get to go, not the school district. We reached out to Spring Branch ISD about the decision to cancel the trip and we were told, quote, Spring Branch ISD's pending field trips to the Main Street Theater's performance of James and the Giant Peach are being canceled due to concerns raised about the age appropriateness. Age of the appropriateness? Performance. Are you fucking and kidding me? We did reach out me? to parents who were commenting online saying that they were glad the field trips were no longer happening, <laughs> oh but none of them chose to comment. I'm Liliana Pearson, ABC 13.
0: They're glad the field trips aren't happening because a an actor is playing roles of both sexes and that's drag. Oh my God, that's a drag queen. What is wrong with these people? That's, you know, that's the idiocy that leads us to the next story I'm going to play for you. I, I, again, I saw that and I'm like, I just, I give up. You, you cannot reason with somebody who has no common sense. These people are fucking idiots. They're fucking morons. I, I'm, I'm beyond how, I, I, how do these people get through life? This, this is, this is Texas. You want to hear what else is Texas? There was a hearing yesterday. In the Senate, I, I think it was the Senate Judiciary Committee, but don't quote me on that. I'm not sure which Senate um, hearing this was, but it was a hearing in the U.S. Senate. And there's a woman named Amanda Zarowski. And Amanda Zarowski almost died because these fucking maggots think, remember, people with no medical training, no scientific training, who believe that they have a right to tell people, women, how to deal with a, a pregnancy gone bad to a, with, a, with a, a fetus that's dead in her body and still can't get that dead fetus removed because the doctor is being threatened with 99 years in prison if he dares to remove that dead fetus from her body. So she has to go into sepsis and get inches from death before they can do anything to help her, Get to g- before they can do anything to help her, I, 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 I'm I'm just I'm I'm mortified by this. And hold on, because now I've got audio Real trips to the main. coming. Oh, from that same thing, I got to stop that video from playing, and I can't. And you don't even know where it's playing from. Hold on, that's not it. Oh, shit. Oh, okay, I see. Um, I told you, Mercury's retrograde. Nothing is working right. Okay, I'll blame it on that. Okay, Matt Pearson ABC thirteen. God damn it! I stopped it. I closed the window. Okay, now it ended. Okay, so now back to this hearing at the Senate yesterday, and Amanda Zorowski
5: is from Texas. Um, we've we've heard a lot today about the mental trauma and um, the negative, harmful effects on a person's psychological well being after they have an abortion supposedly and i'm curious why that's not relevant for me as well because i wasn't permitted to have an abortion and the trauma and the ptsd and the depression that i have dealt with in the 8 months since this happened to me is paralyzing on top of that i am still struggling to have children and I wanted to address my senators, Cruz and Cornyn, who uh, neither of whom regrettably are in the room right now. But I would like for them to know that what happened to me, I think most people in this room would agree, was horrific. Yep. But it's a direct result of the policies that they support. Yep. I nearly died on their watch. Yep. And furthermore, as a result of what happened to me, I may have been robbed of the opportunity to have children in the future. Unbelievable. And it's because of the policies that they support. 100%. What happened to me was horrible, but I am one of many. And quite frankly, I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I have a husband that could take me to the hospital. I don't have other children that I had to worry about finding health care for. I have a job that was understanding that allowed me to grieve for three days as I waited to almost die. What about all of the women that don't have Those same opportunities that don't have access to health care, that don't have health insurance, that don't have a partner. What about them?
0: Uh, She she kept going. That's all I have, unfortunately. But a couple of things you should know about that. Again, she's from Texas. Her two senators, Ted Cruz and John Cornyn, left the room as she was getting ready to start testifying. They left the room. She's a constituent. And that's how they treat her. They left the room. You know who stayed in the room? You know who was there because he's on the committee? Miss Lindsay. Lindsay Graham. And I'm sorry that this is a um, a visual. So for those of you listening to um, the audio-only feed, um, I will explain to you, I will narrate for you what I'm putting up on the screen. While that woman was, was giving that heart-wrenching Uh, testimony about how she almost died because the doctors were not allowed to treat her for fear of them spending the rest of their lives in prison. This is what Lindsey Graham was doing. Senator Lindsey Graham. Where is that? Oh man, come on. Why can't I find it on here? Um, Oh, here it is. Okay. This is Senator Graham. I'm putting up the, the... Okay, so now I'm going to play the video while she's testifying.
5: Downright dangerous to create life in this country. This has
0: gone on long enough, and it's time now... Oh, hold on. It's going to. Oh, let me go back to the beginning again. Miss um, P- Linz can't keep his eyes open. Sorry, Lindsay. Is it not exciting enough for you? A little bored? Maybe you drank too much last this night, you old drunken queen. And it's time now... He couldn't keep his eyes open. Sorry, Lindsay. Too boring for you? Maybe, maybe go to a drag show. Maybe be in a drag show. I think you've done that before, haven't you? Oh, I've, I've got, I've got the drag. Sh- and again, this. Sorry, this is a visual, but um, it. Somebody got creative. I showed the the stills from this. Um, I posted. Saw somebody put prominent Republicans in drag and put pictures of them up on interwebs. Well, somebody else, obscurious mind on TikTok, decided to animate it. Oh, those deep fakes are really something, aren't they? Take it away. oh, um, uh, What was his name? Got on uh, Donna. I don't know. Here.
3: America glam again. I'm the elephant in the room and I'm not afraid to sparkle. They call it triple There's down fabulousness.
1: Yeah. I believe in limited government, but
2: unlimited glamour. Don't tread on me <laughs> unless you're wearing fabulous heels. GOP stands for glamour on point. I'm a fiscal conservative, but I'll never skimp on style.
0: Oh, Mitch McConnell, you I'm here piece to
5: cut of
3: shit. And sashay away.
0: Steve Bannon.
3: Stars, Ted stripes, Ruth. and stilettos. Now that's what I call liberty. I'm here to filibuster with flair. I don't even
0: know who that is. Or be that. It's got to be Josh Hawley. Some of them I can't recognize. The last two, maybe someone can tell me who they are. But AI-generated uh, Republican drag queens. It is hysterical, Motley, isn't it? I could look the, look at that all day. I'm going to tweet that out. I'm going to put it on Facebook, and I'm going to post it. On the blog where I post today's show at nicolesandlercom dot com slash four twenty seven twenty three. But, you know, before we move on, since Mitch McConnell was in that um, thing, uh, you know what? I'm not going to play him. Mitch McConnell, the clip that I was that I'll, I'll get to eventually. Um, he's blaming those on the far left, the people on the far left for the Supreme Court justices being ethically bankrupt. Oh, give me a break. Um, But do I have? Oh, I do have it. Okay, this is the last one I'm going to play for you. And then our guests should about be here. So um, in another hearing in the House, uh, in one of the committees that Marge Q. Green is, for whatever ridiculous reason, on um, sitting on these committees, she's questioning Randy Weingarten, president of the American Federation of Teachers. And this woman, and I use the term loosely for Marge, is a certifiable piece of shit. So Randy Weingarten happens to be a gay woman married to another woman, as gay women tend to be, and they have a child together. But that's not good enough for old Marge. By the way, remember, it's her people who scream, you got to adopt, you know, you can't kill the baby. It's not a baby, it's a fetus, it's a cell in most cases. It's a zygote, not a person, piece of shit. But here's Marge. This is Marge Q. Green um, trying to get the best of Randy Weingarten. She didn't succeed.
5: Take it away, Marge. Are you a mother? I am a mother by marriage. By marriage, I see.
0: I see. Oh, really? Whoa, just, oh, just wait.
3: Um, and and you my are, wife is here with me. Good so for you, Randy. I'm really glad
5: that she's here rather than Sharon Klein. Miss Swine Garden, I reclaim my time. I didn't ask you a question. Sorry.
0: But I'd l- I, 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 and Randy apologized, and I don't know why she did, because she's a nice person. She honestly looks like she's about to cry here, which makes me very upset. But you keep going, Marge. Show us what kind of a compassionate woman you are what like
5: to talk about is your recommendations to the cdc as not a medical doctor oh not a biological mother um and, y- you and need, really wait
0: not a medical doctor not a biological mother fuck you bitch
3: i just need you to shut the fuck up because nobody, nobody asked you bitch I need you to shut the fuck up bitch. Shut the fuck up bitch. Shut up Shut the fuck up bitch. Shut the fuck up bitch. Sorry.
0: Done with her. You're not a you're not really a mother? You're not a biological mother? Say that to my face, you piece of human excrement. I'm not a biological mother either. You wanna tell me I'm not a mother? Come over here and say it to my face. And in the mood I'm in, watch out. God, if I saw that woman, and I use the term loosely, uh, uh, in person, it's a good thing I don't because I'd probably strangle her with my bare hands. How fucking dare you? You sorry excuse for a human being. Not a Not a doctor? Not a medical professional. What about the, 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 the politicians in Texas who made it impossible for that woman who we just heard uh, to, to, to get that dead fetus out of her body? No, she had to get sepsis first and almost die. What the hell are we doing in this country? Where are we? Because I don't I don't recognize this nation. I don't recognize these people. I don't, I, 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 I just, it's times like this that I say, what the fuck are we doing? Why? It's a charade. It's all a charade. Oh, and then there's Nikki Haley, right? Oh, a sensible alternative to Donald Trump and more on death sentence. Do you hear what she said?
5: Listen to this one. I think there's a few issues here. You know, he's announced his, um, you know, that he's running again in 2024. And I think that we can all be very clear and and say, with a matter of fact, that if you vote for Joe Biden, you really are counting on a President Harris. Because the idea that he would make it until 86 years old is not um, is not something that I think (laughs) is likely. It's.
0: Oh, my God. Are you a doctor? Ms. Haley, did you examine the president? You're not sure he can make it through his term. He can't make it to 86. He's going to die in office. That's what she said. What the actual fuck? I just, I, you know, what are we doing here? Anyone? Bueller? Can anyone tell me what we're doing here? Because none of this makes sense. All right, i got time. Real real quick, Uh, Mitch McConnell, tell us, who's the problem with Clarence Thomas and uh, uh, Neil Gorsuch lying to people and doing shady deals and not disclosing them?
2: And then, of course, there are the desperate and never-ending attempts to smear and defame justices appointed by Republican presidents going back years and decades. What? Over the last few weeks. What? Two justices have been particularly subjected to a carousel of no, you
0: call now Robert I'm sorry
2: I'm sure it'll be another justice's turn again before too long
0: so he's saying
2: this is simply how the far left treats
0: <laughs>
3: the rule of law
0: no this is this let is me a, just repeat Sorry, this is exactly how crooked right wingers treat the rule of law. They think it doesn't apply to them. So Clarence Thomas has been taking millions of dollars worth of travel and other favors from his buddy, the billionaire, and has been ruling on on cases that he is involved in ever since. I mean, and then Neil Gorsuch sells property and doesn't disclose that? I'm The lying and the cheating. And, the, oh, they're not breaking any laws because there are no ethics rules, don't you know, for the Supreme Court. And Mitch McConnell has the balls to say, oh, it's the far right, those radical, the far left, those radical liberals who are just demeaning the uh, Supreme Court justices. This is how they treat the rule of law. Hey, Mitch McConnell and all of you fucking assholes.
3: I just need you to shut the fuck up because nobody asked you, bitch. I need you to shut the fuck up, bitch. 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 Shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, shut the fuck
0: up. Yeah, you know what time it is, don't you? I'm about to get him on the line. I just gotta get the right bet up. Uh, It's coming. Bear with me. Uh, mercury and all that here we go
3: are you a multinational corporation hungry for a treat well come on down to schmucky chuckies where you'll personally be seated by chuck schumer himself so many dishes and they're all fresh you're gonna love our blue dog special the dino burger because we say so a good hamburger and french fries and every burger comes with a side order of grits i love grits i love anything with corn it's corn. All for only $50,000. Wash it all down with a dirty Debbie. Nine-tenths water, one-tenth oranges. After a week or two, you drink this, it's 200 calories, and it's acetic. And wipe your mouth with a tissue print of Glass-Steagall. For dessert, try our DNC tarts. Little cookies? Tell the quality of that. Most restaurants give you a mint, but at Schmucky Chucky's, you get complimentary. Sweet and low. Who picks up the tab for all this? Find out now with Howie Klein of DownWithTierney.com Hi. on the Nicole Sandler Show.
0: Hey, Howie Klein. Hi, Nicole. Welcome back. I'm good. How are you?
3: I'm
2: jet lagged.
0: <laughs> I'll bet. Well, hold. Stay. Hold that thought. Um, uh, because we have a special guest to welcome you back. Uh, Howie's been gone for a couple of weeks. We didn't. Uh, I'm going to ask you yes, where you went. But Lucas Coons is here, and I just lost his. Um, picture but you know what i'm gonna oh there he is uh lucas koontz joins us he is the um, uh democrat running for the u.s senate again this time from missouri this time against josh holly lucas thank you so much for being here it's been a while nice to see you and um uh say hi to howie klein oh,
1: oh there hey, good you are. To see you nicole good to oh, see you can you, you guys hear me okay hear you now okay good hey howie what's happening man
2: hey uh, <laughs> lucas i just got back from uh from a couple of weeks in thailand i'm all Jet-lagged out.
1: Woo, boy. Well, I uh, hope you get some rest. So when did you get back? A couple of days ago.
0: And it takes a while because you're, you know, so you ate and traveled. How was the how was The plane
2: Plane was okay. Uh, you know, it, yeah, the plane was okay.
0: <laughs> did you wear a mask?
2: Of course. I And the thing that was great about uh, Thailand is that everybody wears a mask. Yeah. There are some tourists who don't. But all all the tides are wearing masks at all times, so that that I thought was really good.
0: Interesting. Okay, we'll we'll get back to this because we only have Lucas for a few minutes. You're very busy, and uh, I've been wanting to have you back on since you've announced your candidacy for the 2024 Senate race there in Missouri to unseat Josh Hawley. And please, and thank you. Um, so, how's it going so
1: far? Of course. Now it's growing great, Nicole. You know, we got a real good grassroots fundraising movement. We raised over a million dollars in the first three months of this year since announcing on January 6th, of course, because uh, what better day to announce against Josh Hawley than on January 6th? And, uh, you know, we just rolled up a bunch of union endorsements. I think we got our ninth one today. So, uh, you know, we're looking strong. We're bringing everyday Missouri working power against Josh Hawley. He's unpopular in the state. His approval is 42 and his disapproval is 43, which for a Republican in this state is an achievement. And that's without, any, uh, that's without any negatives being run against him at all. That's just on the strength of his own personality. So, you know, we've got, <laughs> we got a good position here. We've got a in coming. We've got a lot of money. We outraised him three to one last quarter, and we're going to be able to hammer a good message home with the people in Missouri.
0: Oh, I love hearing that. And, again, people can um, can get to your website. It's Lucas, L-U-C-A-S, Kuntz, K-U-N-C-E, dot <laughs> com. It's that easy. And um, and help you out. I'm guessing you will take help in any way, whether it's in Oh, yeah, in we need <laughs> it, guys. Cash no, we need or... people to
1: text, yep. send emails, send postcards, donate some money. I mean, uh, this is it, right? Missouri is the front line in the fight for democracy. We have got a situation where we had basically all Democrats statewides elected up through 2017. We just lost our last one this year. I had lunch with her in the Capitol on her last day. And uh, we're going to win one back here. We've got a great opportunity. A lot of people upset with Josh Hawley, uh, both on the Democrat and Republican side. You know, his biggest backer, our former Senator John Danforth, they said he's the biggest mis- mistake that he ever made. Really? And uh, yeah, well, and that's a guy who also made the Clarence Thomas mistake. So, you know, it's got to be bad
0: because <laughs> Clarence Thomas was a pretty big mistake, despite what now, now Mitch McConnell God. says. Mitch McConnell says, of course, it's those liberals. It's their fault because they're they, they don't they know the, the rule of law. He's, <laughs> I don't know if you heard the clip I played, but McConnell is blaming the those liberals who have been demeaning these wonderful Supreme Court justices.
1: Well, look. Every day, Missourians are tired of the corruption, and you see that. You know, when I go around, the first thing people talk about. You know, we had a reporter ask one the other day, a woman down in the Boot Hill, in Missouri. Um, she asked, she asked her, um, you know, what's your favorite part about Lucas's campaign? I thought it was going to be any number of things, and the way she responded, though, was, well, my favorite part is that he doesn't think that members of Congress should own stocks anymore because I'm so tired of them making decisions based on their stock portfolios rather than all of us. And so, you know, when you talk about ju- judges being corrupt, I mean, let's look at Josh Hawley, right? Uh, so that's the senator from our state. Uh, the judge who just did the uh the abortion pill ruling, uh, was languishing when Trump was trying to get him nominated. He donated to Josh Hawley's campaign. Josh Hawley gets in. He pushes the guy through. And then Aaron Hawley, Josh's wife, has that exact case where they chose the jurisdiction, right they, they uh, jurisdiction shop to make sure they'd be in front of this guy, a guy that donated to her campaign and the, uh, to his campaign that he had helped out. and so of course, the guy does a ruling in favor of uh, Josh Hawley's wife and uh, and now you, you know so Josh Hawley's uh, wife was
0: complicit in this miffa Prestone case. she and and yeah, she was one of the
1: lead attorneys wow. in the miffa Prestone case and uh, and I you mean know, the worst thing is that the judge and Josh Hawley are tight. He donated to the campaign. Josh Hawley helped him get through his nomination hearing. And so it's just there's a swirl of corruption uh, that goes around that we really have to break.
0: Without a doubt. Now, I guess we can take a little solace in knowing that the Supreme Court put a stay on that judge's ruling stopping the sale of Ms. Mifeprestone until they can review the case and hear it. It right. may only it's be temporary.
1: It really is. I screw <laughs> it up
0: every time. Yeah, the abortion know. pill, the one one of the abortion right. pills. Yeah, but um, it, it, you know, nothing. As I was saying before you guys came on, nothing makes sense anymore. I we just heard some of the testimony from a woman who was uh, uh, testifying before a Senate committee yesterday from Texas about the she was wanted to have a baby and the, the fetus died and the- no doctors would perform the medically necessary procedure to extract the dead fetus from her body until she went into sepsis and almost died because they were afraid they'd go to jail for 99 years.
1: Yeah. It's really sad. The, the way that they treat people.
0: Uh, I I'm, I'm astounded. So John uh, Lucas, we need people like you in Congress, in the Senate who are going to bring us back to sanity. I, I'm j- I don't recognize where we are anymore.
1: You know, I think, we you know, we're lucky because the people in Missouri are frustrated with the Josh Hawley types. They're tired of him. You know, this guy, at one point, he's a country club Republican, and then he's, you know, Mr. Culture Warrior and everything in between. And uh, he doesn't really stand for anything except for power for himself, right? I mean, that's what we saw on January 6th. The second the guy thinks he's going to give him some power, he's out there pumping his right fist, trying to egg a crowd along. And then uh, when things get real, he's skittering out the back do- door away from his own people, right? He stands for nothing. And so, uh, and now, and now so, he's writing
2: a book about that, masculinity. What what the hell is that about? Now he's
1: writing a book about masculinity. That's right, Howie. So, he if you don't know, uh, Josh Holly has a book coming out on manhood uh, in about a month, where he's going to tell everybody exactly how to be a man, which means uh, being exactly like him, or at least how he says he is. You know, who knows how he actually is, but uh, but uh, it's going to be quite the page turner, and uh, we're excited to really bring a lot of attention to that because, again, like. If you think you're a guy who should write a book about manhood, you probably shouldn't be writing
0: a book. Isn't that the truth? You know, every time I see the video of him running away on, on January 6th, I hear the, the, the scene from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Run away! Run away! Because yeah. uh, someone needs to do a mashup. It probably already has been done. But anyway, that's where my mind goes. Um. So So, you know, we're still a year and a half out from the election. Should our election cycles be this long?
1: No, it's really sad the way that it is. And I think a lot of the reason that it takes so long is just because of the way that money works in politics. And so uh, when you're up against that, you know, I'm a normal person. I grew up paycheck to paycheck. Um, My family went bankrupt when my little sister um, had to have open heart surgery. And, uh, you know, we only made it because our neighbors, who frankly didn't have any more money than we did, you know, they passed the plate down at church for us to take care of us. They brought more tuna casserole by the house than we can ever eat and really made sure that we could make it and um so that's you know that's what i come from i try to pay that community back by spending 13 years in the marine corps uh not exactly a place where you make big political connections and get a lot of money and uh and so you know for an everyday guy to try to run for u.s senate seat it takes uh you know against a corrupt person like holly who's willing to take millions of dollars from uh, corrupt billionaires um you got to start early you got to raise from everyday people and you really got to get out and meet everybody in the state it's just um you know, the, what he has access to is unfortunate. It's part of the system. Uh, the system I want to break. I mean, when I'm when I am raising money, I made a promise at the beginning of the campaign to say, I don't want to owe anybody except everyday Americans, everyday Missourians, people like those who took care of our family when we were growing up. And so I don't take money from federal lobbyists, no corporate PACs, no big fossil fuel executives, no big pharma executives. You know, we have a pretty long list, uh, just because I think that that's really what's it's ruined politics uh, to make it something that's not about service anymore. It's all about serving your donors and serving yourself
0: well it is and and so by lucas by you saying i'm not taking any money from any of those entities how much of a disadvantage does that put you at monetarily
1: that's really i you know it's hard to say uh because i don't know how many of them would want to go in on me based on my positions anyway i do know that when i first said that's how i was going to do it uh the fundraiser the sort of standard democratic fundraiser person um said and i quote that's stupid and i didn't want to have anything to do with it so uh but i don't think it is right i think that if we're going to change the system this is how we got to do it and again we raised 1.1 million dollars in the first quarter this year and that's more than any democrat or republican uh, in this position has ever done before and we did that without taking corporate PAC money so i think that what our goal to do is um is set a trail against the system that's not working go against corrupt people like josh holly it out to everyday missourians i mean I have to show something different, and I think this is one of the most important things that we can show because it's a change that literally everybody wants.
2: Uh, most definitely, people oh, trying <laughs> to uh, to understand your your message. Do they are they you know you've been doing this for a while now? Are they getting it? Are they uh, or are they just thinking, well, he's a Democrat and he's a Republican, and uh, or or they understand what you, when when you talk about uh, monopolies, for example, do, do they get, do they understand who
1: you are and what you're trying to do? Yeah. So people understand corruption and they understand the way that corporate power has taken over our government. Right. And uh, I mean, if anyone is operating as an authoritarian government right now, it's corporate America. Uh, The bigger the corporation, the more power they got. And people see that. And the thing is that a lot of corporations here uh, in Missouri, they don't have the same cachet they used to have because while they have consolidated, they've essentially left the state. And so, uh, you know, our state has been stripped for parts by our politicians uh, letting this type of thing happen. Uh, I mean, Company after company has been sold out of state or overseas, right? Bayer to Germany, um, or I'm sorry, Bayer bought Monsanto, Bayer's Mm -hmm. a German company. Uh, Smithfield, uh, our biggest pork producer, is now owned by a Chinese conglomerate. Anheuser-Busch is owned by InBev, a Brazilian and uh, Belgian conglomerate. Uh, you know the, the list is actually very long, and so people are frustrated with that. They've seen the effect it has. If you live in rural Missouri, you've seen the way that these large corporations bring concentrated animal feed operations into your backyard. CAFOs—they uh, destroy your water quality. Uh, they make it so you can't really live in your house anymore, um, and and you know so on and so forth. It's a pretty long list, and so uh, yes, the message reaches people uh that's what we raise money to do obviously is to get that out uh but when we go around we get very good crowds we get crowds where democrats don't usually get crowds and uh it's pretty exciting i mean we had like 100 people in a town called freeburg the other day and there's only 400 people that live in freeburg so uh you know some people came from around the area but it's a very rural area and they're coming together because they're just really tired of this state being stripped for parts
0: that's very encouraging uh josh uh uh, lucas koontz is running to get josh hawley Out of the U.S. Senate to replace him. And my God, do we need you? Uh, Just the way things are going, I'm at my wits end just seeing what they're doing there. None of it makes sense. I really I think that and I think I say something like this at every election. But if if Democrats can't take back the government and get us back to some place of sanity, I really fear for the direction this nation is headed. And um, it's got it's all hands on deck time.
1: Yeah, absolutely yeah, I mean this that's is why I'm really running. important it's, race uh, also
2: because oh, yeah. the Democrats are playing um, uh, defense uh, and this is the only race in the whole country where there's a chance for a Democrat to take a Republican seat and, re- and replace a Republican there are no other races like this uh, and you know that's why it's the only race that blue America has't en- where blue America has endo- endorsed a, uh, a candidate in running for Senate Wow
0: well, and I know, Howie, you've been behind Lucas for a long time. That's how we met Lucas in the first place, uh, last time. And I, I, I'm hoping that that gave you enough of a base that people do know you now, and the timing is right. So um, uh, we got to make this happen. Everybody, go to lucaskoontz.com, sign up to phone bank, volunteer, um, donate money if you can. However, you can help. It is that important because the and it's not hyperbole to say the future of democracy depends on on, on this election. So, Lucas, um, you have an outlet here anytime. We are just so, so excited that you're uh, running. And I can't wait to call you Senator and and see Josh Hawley on the unemployment line.
1: Super. Thanks, Nicole. Thanks, Howie. I appreciate you guys having me on again. And, yeah, just everyone, you know, it really is the front line in the fight for democracy here. I mean, this state, um, it's got a very purple history and it's one that we've we've been losing over the last few years and if we don't take that back we're going to lose people forever it's absolutely critical we win this race um for the country so thanks for having me again. i know
0: i know you need to run thank you so much for being cool. here uh, lucas really appreciate it bye-bye
1: you bet i guess
0: all right so howie klein Um, you know, we, Lucas was supposed to join us a few weeks ago and, and our scheduling got mixed up and it just turned out that he could be here today, just as you were getting back from Thailand. But I, I didn't want to not have him on if he was available. So there's Lucas Koontz. He's always a breath of fresh air. You know, it's so nice to hear him, to hear uh, somebody who should be in the Senate, hopefully this time, two years from now, will be in the Senate and making a difference because my God, do we need it? Yep. And now I heard. um, So in in um, uh, in in West Virginia, the governor, uh, Jim Justice, now declared that he's challenging Joe Manchin for his Senate seat. Um, And Jim Justice is an interesting character. He won the governorship in 2016 as a Democrat. And then once he got into office and Donald Trump got into office, he changed and became a Republican
2: yeah well, he i mean he's very much like Manchin, uh where you know he he he- he he's very very wealthy uh, just like Manchin is and he really is a republican he's very very conservative as well and uh you know whether you call yourself a democrat or a republican you're very very conservative and both justice and uh and mansion are like that now he may not be the- the candidate because the uh the far right has their own candidate yeah. Alex uh mooney who's a, a MAGA congressman right now, oh, yes. and he has a lot of support as well. So justice is going to have a, a big fight on his hands just to win the nomination. Wow. On the other Ooh. hand, you know, who who the hell wants uh, Joe Manchin to win?
0: Nobody, but, you know, when there's only a one-vote margin in the Senate... and if voting it means- with the
2: Republicans on yeah, I know. now. I,
0: I, I know, I know, I know. But it also is the difference between... Um, Not that Chuck Schumer is any great prize, but Chuck Schumer or Mitch McConnell as uh, Senate Majority Leader.
2: Right. So I think it's more important to focus on electing uh, someone like not someone like but Lucas Kuntz. Absolutely. Uh, And, uh, you know, let Manchin go to hell and uh, and let Lucas uh, be that 51st vote. That's I think that's a way more important thing.
0: As long as we don't lose any others. <laughs> but, but I'm, I, you know, the fact that you said, the, you know, the last cycle was a better, you know, there's a third of the Senate is up for re-election every two years because Senate seats are six, Senate terms are six years. So every two years, about a third of them are up. Some years it's better for the Democrats. Some years it's better for Republicans. Last year it was better for, for Democrats. This time, not so much. As you said, this, this seat in Missouri is the only one that it looks like a Democrat can flip.
2: Yeah, it is the only one. It's the only Republican seat that is flippable. Wow. And and, and it's it's not going to be easy either. It's going to be pretty difficult to do. But if anyone can do it, Lucas is the guy.
0: I agree. I, he's so impressive. You know, the first time you brought him on the show, I was, I was really impressed by him. And I've spoken to him a number of times since then. And he's just... He's the perfect guy for right now. He's exactly what we need. So Missouri, please, you know, it's not Florida, Florida, Florida anymore. Florida's lost. It may as well just drift off into the Atlantic. But Missouri, we need you.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's a difficult state <sighs> for or a progressive Democrat, no less.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
2: So you- mean, He's not running as a uh, Republican-like candidate at all. He, he is running his own campaign as a strong Populist progressive. Good. Very different from a corporate guy like, uh, um, Holly.
0: Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. And I, I wish other candidates would learn from Lucas Kuntz and how he's running. He's being true to who he is and his beliefs. Rep-
2: right. Just like Fetterman did. That's right. I mean, Fetterman also ran, did not try to run as a Republican. He, you know, it's interesting. Right, right, Pennsylvania and, um, Ohio are right next to each other, and the guy running in Ohio, uh, Tim Ryan, ran you know pretty much as a Republican light That's candidate. Right. That's right. And then uh, and then Fetterman ran as a, uh, a strong progressive Democrat. Fetterman won, and uh, and Ryan lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People, yeah, people should learn.
0: They should learn. They do people. Democrats will not come out and vote for Republican light if they wanted a Republican. They'd vote for the Republican. You need to give them something to be excited about, a reason to get out and vote. It's the reason why here in Florida, governor death sentence won by such a big margin because the Democrats stayed home because the choice they were given was Charlie Crist, who is a Republican. You know, he's now a Democrat, but he's a Republican. Republican. (laughs) Right. So, you know, it, but we don't learn. This is, you know, I had uh, John Perkins on yesterday, and he's the economic hitman guy, and he's always brilliant. And the thing is, we don't learn from our mistakes. That's the th- the most infuriating thing for me is, you know, when when I, I hope that one thing I do is when I fuck something up and I do it all the time, that I at least learn from that fuck up and don't repeat it. But we don't get that as the people here. We just don't.
2: Yeah.
0: So, so, Thailand,
2: <laughs>
0: I'm still in Florida and our move is delayed at probably at least another month now. And don't even ask. I'm beyond frustrated. Um, it, this place is a bigger shit show than ever. You know, while you were gone, we had torrential rains here like you guys had in California. We had here in Florida and Broward County, the eastern part. I'm on the western part of Broward County, eastern part of Broward County, Fort Lauderdale flooded thousand year flood. A thousand homes or more were destroyed. Fort Lauderdale City Hall is uninhabitable. They're going to have to raise that entire building. They can't wow. use it because it's flooded. Death sentence hasn't even been here. He, he's busy traveling the world. He's in Jerusalem now pissing off reporters. And he, um, he actually this week did... There was a news report that he had applied for disaster funding for Broward County. Well, awfully nice of him. A week later, he hasn't set foot down here. But but we're probably better off without him because we really don't need to see those white go-go boots.
3: <laughs>
0: it's really frustrating. And, and just seeing, you know, all these women who have had um, uh, horrible pregnancies... And can't get a doctor to treat them? I I don't know what country we're in anymore. Florida, Florida, yeah. But but Texas, because I just did a couple of stories about Texas. You didn't hear this one, but there's a school, a school, bo- a county, a school board in Texas that canceled a field trip to a local theater for first graders to see James and the Giant Peach. You know why?
2: Uh, no, I don't know what James and the Giant Peach okay. is.
0: James I'll and the say. Giant Peach is a children's book written by Roald Dahl, who wrote you know uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, who's written a number of children's books. He's a children's author. James and the Giant Peach was a movie, was a book, and a play, and it's meant for first, like first to third graders. Well, this school district canceled the field trip for these first graders because a parent said it is age inappropriate. Because there's one actor playing a number of roles, and some of the roles are actually female roles. So this actor would be, brace yourself, in drag.
2: Yeah, well, that's a, that's a, a long tradition in, uh, in theater.
0: Of course it is. That, that It's not a drag show, not that there's anything wrong with that. As uh, someone said in the chat room, don't watch Mrs. Doubtfire. Don't watch Some Like It Hot. You know, what about Rudy Giuliani and his get-up? I, the, the, the hypocrisy is stunning. And then you got Marge Q yelling at Randy Weingarten, you're not a real mother, you're not a biological mother. <laughs> Guess what? I'm not a biological mother either. I would love for her to come and tell me I'm not a real mother. Hmm. I'll show you a mother. You mother. (laughs) So uh, the big news while you were gone and a couple of changes in the media landscape. I'm wondering, if in Thailand, do they even know who fucker Carlson is?
2: Uh, I don't know that the Thais know who he is, but you know, we were getting the news there. It, for me, I was on I was on the plane when that happened, and as we were landing, suddenly the um, uh, you know the cell phones come alive. Well, when you even before you hit the runway, right. and the first message I got was from someone telling me that that he was fired, and I I announced it to to uh, the cabin that I was in, <laughs> and most people started cheering and applauding, and there were these two couples from Texas. <laughs> Who looked at me with daggers in their eyes? <laughs> they weren't happy about my uh, my happiness. Oh
0: my God! Of course, they were from Texas. Well, did you hear that the the ratings on Fox, like their primetime ratings, have plummeted? I, yeah, I,
2: I don't. And, and Newsmax has gone up.
0: Oh my God! I, you know, and then then he released some YouTube video. No, I'm not going to play it. Sorry, I, I won't hit it. I won't hit play on it. I'm not going to play it on this air. D- not going to. But basically, what he did was say all those. You know, those cable shows, they're all the same and none of them debate the facts or debate the poverty or or human rights or like, what the fuck is he talking about? Has he listened to himself? The, the, The hypocrisy is just so flagrant. Not that that's not expected from him, but and people fall for it. This is that's what gets me most of all is the stupidity of and, you know, the the poorly educated. I guess that's why they're trying to destroy public education what's left of it anyway
2: been very successful at it so what do you think uh do you think that the people at uh msnbc are debating whether or not to hire him (laughs) no
0: no 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 but but you know i don't know what they're doing over there no because they're the never trumper channel and although they might because 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 tucker apparently hates donald trump passionately so he'd fit right in among the never trumpers there
2: Oh, what a, what a horrible thought. I mean, do you think that they would gain more people or lose more people if they were to hire him?
0: Oh, they they won't hire him. No, they would disgust anybody who, who actually watches that channel. They're not going to hire him. But By the way, Tucker Carlson was already fired from MSNBC. Remember, he used to do a show there yeah. with his little bow
2: tie. And CNN. And
0: CNN. Well, CNN is another thing. So Don, Don Lemon. And I don't know if you heard this exchange. So he's interviewing... You know, he's been a sexist misogynist. Apparently, for a while, he made a few stupid comments on the air, like Nikki Haley's not in her prime because she's older than 40. <laughs> uh, real, That was a good one, Don. Um, but apparently, that's not what got him fired. They're saying it was this exchange he had with Vi- Vivek Swarmi, ha- or whatever his name is, who's running Ravish- for what is it? Ravashwamy? Something Ravishwarmy. like that. Rama Ravashwamy. Who who was who was you know, black explaining to Don Lemon about the the plight of Black Americans throughout history, and Don Lemon called him out on it. So I don't usually agree with Don Lemon. I'm not a big fan, but I thought he was 100 percent in the right there. And according to the New York Times and other outlets, that's that was the final straw. I'm telling you, yeah. we live in opposite world. I don't understand any of it. Do not. Anyway, Howie, you sound tired, so I'm going to let you go and rest up. We'll reconnect next week. When we talk next Thursday, I'm going to be heading out the following day to go to Jazz Fest. I've never been.
2: Oh, in New Orleans. In New
0: Orleans. We're just going for one day. I have a friend who's performing. She's invited us. I'm going to do an interview with her, and um, she you know, she's she gave me a hotel room and everything, so we're going. Right. Um, so, yeah, first th- my first time going to New Orleans. I've never been.
2: Oh, nice, good
0: food. Uh, that's what I hear. We're we're <laughs> we're saving up for it, <laughs> saving up money and calories. Anyway, Howie, I'll let you go. We'll talk next week. Uh, you'll be over your jet lag, and we'll uh, we'll forge ahead because. Okay, thanks a lot. All right, I'll Th- talk to you soon. Okay, thanks, Howie. Bye, bye. Howie Clyde. And for those of you who are asking, that's where he was. He was in Thailand, and no, I I don't you know say if he's out. it. Well, it's not my place, so. He was gone for a couple of weeks. He's back. And, um, you know, now we're into election <clears throat> cycle time again. <clears throat> All right. With that, I'm done. Um, I've been done. Uh, thank you, guys. Thanks thanks for those of you who are um, reaching out to support the show. I appreciate it. Another way you can support the show is buy a BlendJet 2. Uh, go to BlendJet.com. Use the promo code FEEDME12. You'll get uh, 12% off your entire order, free two-day shipping, and you'll get a wonderful portable blender that you can enjoy as smoothie every day as I do. Um, it really is a great little invention. I'm enjoying the hell out of mine. You can get yours. Mother's Day is next week. It makes a great gift. Again, blendjet.com, promo code FEEDME12, 12% off, free two-day shipping, and, um, and you can thank me later, and we can share recipes. All right. With that, uh, that's it. We're done I will um I am taking off tomorrow. We're gonna rerun uh the interview with Jeff Charlotte from a week or two ago, uh and I'll be back Monday, okay, and I have no idea what we're doing next week because um frankly, all I want to do is sleep. yeah, it's not been a fun week um but uh you know we keep going because that's what we do all right with that, I'm out uh, uh see ya Monday. have a great weekend, everybody. thanks for bearing with me. Thank you for supporting the show, if you do.